I think my staff's getting tired of me quoting Mark Sean Lynch, but like he still said it best. Like he's about that action, right? Like, like on purpose, no matter where the location of the pitch is, you crazy fool. Like I'm telling you right now, there is not one hitter on the planet. Fellas, fellas, fellas. I don't know about that, but you know what? I'll save it for 12 months from now. We'll talk about it in 12 months. <laughs> that dugout we got Bo and joe coming up next on the farm system right here right now fellas 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 welcome back to another episode of the farm unfiltered Bo, i'm a basically five for five i probably will never miss again i'm just throwing it out there i just, just so haircuts. Good. i'm just hey, well, a thousand well i mean the haircut you know we got to get tuned up here in about a hit about a I'm week gonna say it might have to start being bow haircuts i well, mean no, bow 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 it didn't finally get a haircut it got away from the caveman move it's good i'm in <laughs> on that i'm in on that it's That's tough out here though with the barbers man hey but man it's, it's we'll tough anytime you move anywhere and uh you know what i'm saying like you got to make it a priority you know what i'm saying this is yep. a challenge in my life you know, yeah. challenging my life, trying to make that hundred percent. The barber, the barber, when you move, is a tough. It's just more of a trust issue, you know. It's like, I mean, a skill issue. I'm telling you, it's a skill issue. <laughs> I mean, these boys. I'm looking at movement patterns, and these boys. Yeah. Hey, they got <laughs> he it. says he's looking at movement. Oh, uh, you're a herald. They just don't got it, man. So well, um, well, uh, first episode got some steam. It's gonna get some steam. All right. Yep. Second episode, we're going to get dirty with, you know, we got to get dirty into the, you know, the ugly. Um, It gets uglier though. This is, this is actually, there's actually some, some beauty in the first part of this. And then then it gets gets some, some ugliness. So why don't, uh, why don't we kind of recap uh, quickly on uh, the stuff that we touched on in the first, first episode or first part. Um, And then we'll tune into part two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously, um, if you tune into the first one, um, to build up more of the pressure and to the choices that we're going to dive into now. Um, mm. If you haven't listened to the first one, go back and listen to that one. But obviously, we don't make decisions. We make decisions based on past experience and the experiences we have. I think the biggest thing for both of us is more of that pressure, especially being perfectionist and um, trying to compete at the highest level, um, ultimately leading us to this spot now where it's like everything's happened now but now it's either are we going to do this mm. or not and now mm. we're taking the responsibility of like mm. we, we we did this now this is something yeah. that we that we have to take accountability for yeah and and again all the family dynamics i think that that's a big right. piece for both of us it's is huge. upbringing and like again the what is molded due to that nature versus nurture mindset right it's it's right. uh you know you know, not only just the genetics, right. Of like, and they're like, people are like, how are genetics playing to this? Is like when you're built into like these competitive, like I'll tell you for one, my family genetically is competitive. Like we're just right. competitive. And then also bred competitive as well. Right. right? Like, of like constantly um, competing. Right. And all the, all of these things are right. always building up. And, and that's obviously a huge social dynamic, right. Of building into a lot of these decisions of, you know, having that competitor mindset of doing whatever it takes, right, to make something happen, right? And I think before before we go, I, I don't think we need to, we should make that a big statement of this is the upbringing in the family because both different upbringings and different family situations. Yes. But led us to the same decision path. So Great like point. addiction and drug abuse, steroid use, 
Mm. It doesn't discriminate, man. Like well, it doesn't matter how you raised. It doesn't yeah. matter what you've gone through. A yes. lot of people get to this point and that yes. stereotype of, you know, broken families, whatever. That's not, that's not the case. Yeah. Addiction and, I, and this stuff can affect anybody. Always. Yeah. And to your point is that my family has no problems with addiction. Right. right. And, and but, my family has a lot. Exactly. And right. that, but what I would say is where you could say there's a problem with addiction is there's an addiction to achievement. There's right. an addiction to, there's just other areas, not addiction to drugs. I guess it's I it's a say. different addiction. Correct. Right. You Correct. just channel it differently. Correct. So, right. um, and then again, somebody would argue, oh, well, um, it's good. It's a, it's more of a healthy outlet. Like, sure until it leads me to the same decision as somebody else that is making right. <laughs> like like all of it's, it isn't healthy well yeah. it's just like the swing we always talk about the law of diminishing returns too much of anything is bad like Agreed. you can drink coffee too much and that can be an addiction for you you can yeah. watch tv too much and then you drink too much hey you drink too much water you'll drown baby you know what i'm saying it's yep. <laughs> too much anything it's just not 100%. good 100%. not good it's not good yep. for sure okay so uh we get to this point right um we got you know, all these social dynamics, I'm not playing well, I'm not playing, um, coach is telling me I need to gain weight. Um, you know, uh, brother comes into town. I'm like, Hey man, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing good. All this other stuff. Um, all the people that I'm looking up to players that I'm looking up to, I know all these guys are, you know, doing things. I'm competing against guys that are doing things. Um, guys on my team, guys on um, other teams, right. I'm competing all around, right. All around right. against these things. Um, you know, I knew before I went to to college, some of the, the pro guys, uh, not uh, players, but like I knew of pro players that were doing things, but more so I was more awareness around um, someone that had access and I knew that they had access and I could have access if I wanted access. Right. Um, so um, that became a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. just questions, right? Like, you know, um, what does it look like? You know, like, what is that process? Um, how quickly do what I put on weight? Um, yeah. You know, all of all of these things, right? And, and, and realistically, you know, it's almost like, um, at a time, I think mindset wise, it almost viewed for me as like a, a miracle drug. Right? You know, because in mm -hmm. a way it is, it's miraculous what it can do. Right. Um, well, I think a lot of people that don't have experience with the drug and yeah. view it more from third person or from the outside, they, they do think that it is. And it is in certain aspects. Certain in, aspects. In, in a skill acquisition sport or more of a skill sport, yeah, it does, it's not all of a sudden going to make you a great hitter, but it does give you a psychological and a physical advantage for sure. I mean, for that's sure. just... Well, you know. and, and I, I think one thing people don't understand too is we're talking about it's a, a very small amount that you mm. need to have some of these adverse right. effects. And also to the point that, again, there's a lot of people like overdose and, you know, do some crazy stuff and, you know, die. Like, that's why it's mm. a controlled substance. Like it's dangerous for you to do. It's not like, and then, you know, for example, all these people that are like, Oh yeah, man, give me, put the steroids. I'm like, bro, if you put it in your vein, like you're dead. Yeah, you'll be in trouble. <laughs> like, you're, you're dead. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's like literally like pure testosterone, like going straight to your heart. And again, I'm not a medical doctor, so I don't know if that's, you know, exactly. Right. What I'm, I'm, I know this, if you inject it into your vein, you're, you're dead. Yeah, so I do, I do know that. Right. <laughs> so um, again, there's a lot of people that don't understand, you know, any of these things. Um, also right. too, 
the, the scary thing for me, Bo, um, I had never, you know, I was clean as clean can go. I mean, I barely drank, um, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, for me, it's, it's one thing. Another thing too, is to kind of get into these things is one thing that scared me off the bat is it's not, I wasn't, I wasn't taking pills. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we're, we were going and, and if you guys right. don't know, again, some awareness behind this, um, you know, I was going injections, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother thing. You got needles, you got to order mm-hmm. syringes, you got to, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's a scarier thing, right? I mean, that's, you feel like you're doing a serious drug, which it is a serious mm-hmm. drug, you know what I'm saying? Right. But from coming from where I'm coming from, you know, that was something that I had to, you know, monitor and like, you know, it, it not, it, it took me to another place of being like, hold on a second, right? It made me like think, right? It's not, I'm not popping a pill in my mouth and, you know, it's like an Advil, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. this is, this is a different thing. Like I, I've literally never even stuck a needle in myself. Like that's that, 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 right. that mental that it takes to get through to like put, like penetrate your skin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a different, um, it's a different level. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different <laughs> level, especially when, again, some people, again, have to do things with syringes and stuff like that. So like, you know, insulin or like, but even then it's like much more minor now that they, how they do things, but like, right. you know, like, guys you don't know like i mean it, it's a very vulnerable thing to like i mean you're like against the wall with your foot up in the air leaning against the wall taking all the weight off your glute and stabbing yourself in the in your in your ass <laughs> like i mean yeah. it's it's right. it's a it's a definitely a a different thing and again to that point of um you know again a lot of the times too that got me to the point where um so again i, I made i had i ended obviously ended up making that decision right Right. Um, you know, save everybody the details of all my illegal actions of how I acquired. Um, right. but in any case, I'm, <laughs> I'm back at school and I'm back at school and I have one of my teammates that is also doing things. I, I mm-hmm. reach out to him and say, Hey man, like, this is the choice I made. This is what I'm doing. He supported me, of course, cause I picked the person that I knew that would support what I was doing and <laughs> right. why I was doing what I was doing. Um, right. and um, you know, he lived close to me, everything was good. I'd go over to his house, we'd go back in his bedroom, you know, boom, you know, shoot me up in his, in his, in his, his bathroom. Um, and then I walk out feeling like Superman, right? No, yep. that's, that's, that's not how it worked. <laughs> I would get in, I would get injected. I got injected the first time. Um, again, it's just like getting a shot. Like you have a knot in your ass for like, yeah, the first, you know? and also too, mm-hmm. it's not like you have someone that's a professional putting a needle in your butt. Like, I mean, you got, right. you know, it's, 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 it's a whole nother thing. And also too, guys, I'm talking about like literally like this much liquid. Like I'm not yeah. like literally the, like it's at one CC. So it's like a baby amount. And don't, don't me wrong. Some people do way more, but mm-hmm. again, I wasn't doing much, right. Especially right. as you're on ramping and all that stuff. Like there's the same, the same process in your body. You have to on ramp, you have to, you know, um, right. wean off all that stuff. Right. But so then you go into the first couple of weeks, right, Bo? Yep. First couple of weeks nada i didn't notice nothing you're only doing again what you you know again if you're doing it right and you're kind of slowly getting on there shouldn't be this crazy effect yeah. right now crazy so spike. now it's different though for everybody psychologically right maybe right. other people are like oh i'm a steroid so i'm still doing all this stuff right i honestly for the first couple of weeks i'm like does this stuff even work uh-huh. you know mike i'm like i'm not feeling nothing like you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm you know i working out, I feel the same. Like, I don't see no changes. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking again, I, I had over exaggerated because right. I also 
over exaggerated what I thought the first couple of weeks would be like, but also to over the totality of it, I do did get the effects that most people would see. Right. So then, you know, then I just started to notice, right, Bo? Then I started, um, first thing, I started recovering quick. Yep. I would, I would squat, like max squat, like three times a week. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, I'm talking about like, you know, like again, you're sore Stuff the next day. Natural. I wake up the right. next day. I like, I'm like, all right. And then like, I'm boom, I'm ready to squat again. Like let's squat, right. let's squat. I want to go heavy. I want it like, so that yeah, was the first thing. I, yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I noticed. And then Bo, and then I started just being like, man, every hour and a half, I'm like, I'm hungry. I'm Eating. hungry. I'm yeah. hungry. I'm hungry. Now, this is what people don't also don't understand though, right, Bo? You can't, you're not just going to inject yourself and sit on the couch, right. right? I already had the deep desire, right, to work that much, right, for yeah. one. And then two, um, not only on top of that, not just to work that much, um, but also two, I had to take that into my diet. People right. don't like get this part. I was actively trying to gain a lot of weight. So not only was I hungry all the time, okay, that's fine, but I was eating every meal until I had to throw up. Yep. Forcing myself. Like, I mean, imagine getting full and then eating a whole nother meal. Like literally it like a workout. Like I'm forcing myself to eat an entire right. another meal because I knew I needed to gain weight. Right? right. And then in an hour and a half, being hungry again. Right. Right. So so but the, but the thing is I I don't I don't I think it's important here because there's a respect and an empathy that comes with um, people that are doing things that do have some of these results. It's like, there's a lot of people that take things that are not going to get anywhere near the results that I had at the time. Right. And also right. too, there's a psychological aspect that we'll get to the end. It's not like we're promoting steroids here. Right. We're just giving a better understanding for people to understand what's going on in that world. And like the social, like psychological right. process of what my journey was like, and then what yours was like doing, you know, for sure your, your story right so um i more in that way was like again though i wasn't getting much bigger i didn't know you know because first couple of weeks right I'm, I'm not the first month i'm like right. all right i got a little stronger i'm lifting a lot more i'm you know eating a lot more but like i'm not really seeing a lot of results like in the sense of like i'm not um you know all of a sudden jacked i'm not all of a sudden um, like throwing 90 on the field. I'm not all of a sudden hitting jacks, you know, out of the plane, right. you know, like I just like, <laughs> so it's just like, what's, what, you know, what, what's going on. Right. Right. Um, and honestly, to be honest with you, Bo, I didn't really even feel like that. I didn't realize how much, how big I was getting so quick. Like, like it was more right. towards the end of my cycle. And that's what they call these things. They call them cycles, right? You go on mm -hmm. cycles, you get on a cycle, you come off a cycle, you, off. you can, you, can re, you know, go back on. Uh, it's right. very, you know, cause again, it's very hard on your body and your, your, your organs and all this stuff that you have to be careful of again, yada, yada, yada. But in any case, then you, I'm on the cycle and towards the end of my cycle, um, my last, I would say probably like my last like two weeks, that's mm -hmm. when I saw like, Oh, like it just like right. big, big jumps, and then big I noticed jumps. quickly. Then I'm like, whoa! Like even my even my like teammates started to notice, right? People are like, right, you're getting big. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I started getting, but again, I was working out a lot. You know what I'm saying? I was right. drinking a lot of milk, right? I was doing a, I was drinking a lot of protein. You know what I'm saying? I right. was doing you're a lot still, of the other. You're things. still putting in the work. Yeah, I'm putting right. in all the work, and then also again, I'm running sprints. 
right? I'm going yeah. to the PT every single day, right? I'm going to our, our sports med department, right? I'm getting worked on. I'm getting, I'm getting, um, uh, I'm doing all these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so, and then on the field, right? I'm long tossing every single day. I'm doing all the things that I was already doing. Right. right. And then, and then just adding gasoline towards, towards what I'm doing. Right. Um, and then also too, my body's also maturing at the same time. You yeah. know, my body, you know, again, Literally, I'm just you're just older. probably growing. Maturing. Exactly. In general. Right. So, cause again, I'm, I just turned 18. Right. So right. there's some maturity that's coming with that as well. So there's all of these things put together. And then, um, yeah, then I got off of, I got off, off this, uh, off my cycle. I like weaned off right of my, mm -hmm. my first cycle. Um, and that was like going into, um, the end of like fall, I believe, mm -hmm. or right before season, like preseason. Right. Um, I will say this is that going into season, I still sucked. You're right. The whole time I sucked, but like, I wasn't, I wasn't all of a sudden like, yeah, I'm the star athlete on this right. team. Like, No. What I, happened? How did you feel though when you were, cause I don't know, did you cycle back on in season? Like how I did, did the, how did you I feel did. like coming down and then going into season? I feel like that'd well, be pretty tough. Well, when I was, well, it's actually crazy, Bo, is I think I'm actually thinking now back. When I got off, I had better performance because mm -hmm. I think I started to like loosen up more and be more free. Right? And all yeah. of a sudden, then I became more like springy, right? right. Like the springs came back in um, yeah. when I wasn't all tight. And also, too, the first For cycle sure. that I take, okay, this is another thing. People just say steroids and they think it's like one thing. There's a million things you can take. And also right. how you stack things is a whole nother thing. So I was For taking sure. things that one is supposed to support me like recovery. That was one of the mm -hmm. things that I took. And also two, another thing I was supposed to put on a bunch of mass, right? right? So I was putting on a bunch of mass and I was recovering quick, but athletically I was just, now I'm just yeah. strong. And also too, I was yeah. doing lifts. I was doing lifts that were like isolated you know, I was doing right. a lot of, you know, squats or I wasn't doing deadlifts at the time. I wasn't doing cleans. I wasn't doing any of these like other, I wasn't doing anything really functional. I was doing everything. Like I want to put a whole bunch of weight on. Yeah. You're like lifting like a bodybuilder. Exactly. So that was another thing on top of it. I'm also building, but I'm working hard in the wrong direction. Right. So this is right. another issue that I made. So then I'm going back on the field and look, I can squat everything in sagittal plane. I'm, you know, great. I could probably squat a house. The problem though was, is I couldn't run. I got slow. Right. I actually right. got really slow. They literally took me from being, I was the shortstop. Then they got moved over the third base. Then I got moved over the second base. And then they kicked me to the outfield. <laughs> yeah. So, so right. then they kicked me to the outfield. And then again, I couldn't really run. So I was in left field. Right. And, and so, yeah, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't great. I went into the season, still wasn't moving well. It wasn't, um, I still wasn't moving well. I was literally moving harder, worse. Right. Right. Um, Again, velo didn't really move much. Exit velocity on my bat really didn't move much. Like, right. I really performance wise, I was bigger at this point, but there right. was no results. No performance. No right. performance. Right. I was still not starter. I was benched. You know what I'm saying? So, so then we get on the road, right? And 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 so now I need to go into my second cycle, which the guy that was helping at the time says, okay, this when we're in season, now we're gonna do things where we're gonna cut. And then right. we're going to make you, now we have other things that you can take that make you explosive, right? right. That are going to make you more explosive. And we're going to get to this. So then I cycled, uh, then I got off of it and my brain, just like you're saying, Bo, mentally, right. I'm thinking I need to get back on. 
This is, yep. this is the first hint. I already knew I was going to get back on, but the second time is much worse. And we'll talk about that later on. But like, this is the moment where I'm like, again, like you took my juju juice, you right? Um, yeah. My testosterone levels start to drop. Right. Um, my, uh, my testosterone, my, my testosterone levels start to drop. Um, you psychologically know that you're not taking anything and that you're used to cycling and like feeling like right. after you injected, like the next two days, you're kind of like, you know, yeah, your testosterone is just rolling. Well, and, and even just the placebo. Yes. A lot of people, it's just the placebo effect. Yeah. yeah the placebo effect. So, um, but it also was countered because I was actually starting to play a little better when I got off. Right. Right. Yep. And so I was kind of like, oh, well you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I, I, I started to execute. I, again, it was still had a, I was still a good baseball player in the head of being like, I bought into my role, right? They, they, the team really needed someone to hit ground balls to second base. The team really needed someone to shoot line drives to right field on, on, cause they're just throwing fastballs away and changeups in my league. Right. That's all they were doing. Fastballs mm -hmm. away and changeups. Everybody's trying to hit bombs off them. We need a ground ball to second base and we need to move guys over and they need a number two hitter is basically what right. they need. That's what they need. Right. So here I am, here I am getting swole as hell, trying to be a number right. two <laughs> Yeah. So, so it actually worked though, because then what happened starting to do is I started getting really strong. So all I had to do was like pop, yeah, just, you know, like down and away, just pop. And right. I would just shoot these line drives right field. And if you actually look at my whole season, my freshman year, I didn't really hit for much power. I, I literally right. bought in, I would get up to the plate. I would sit on balls down and away because I knew at some point one of these guys are going to throw me a fastball down and away, and I'm just going to shoot him to right field. That's all I was trying to do. No doubles. Like, I wasn't looking for doubles. I wasn't looking for home runs. None of that stuff. Um, and then, um, you know, I got some opportunities. I came up clutch. I broke up. They, they started calling me no-no Joe. You know what I'm saying? No-no like, no Joe, baby. No, no Joe, baby. I, started I started breaking up no-nos. I broke up, like, three no-nos. They brought me in the pinch hit, and I got a hit and, and, and broke up, like, three no-nos. Um, I came in and, um, we needed a, a big run. They needed a guy to hit a ground ball to second base. I got up there for second pitch, fastball away. Boom. Slap ground ball to second base. Team's going nuts. Everybody, everybody loves it. Okay. Blah, blah. I find my way into the lineup. I get a couple right. of hits, right? They keep me in the lineup. Okay. You start going. Now it's time for me to cycle back on. Mm -hmm. So then it's time for me to cycle back on. So then I cycle back on to this, my, my second cycle on ramp again, first couple of weeks. Again, don't really notice much. Like I know I'm back on though. So mentally I'm like, okay, you know, like, right. I know what this is going to come. And so at this point, you know, we're, I want to say like eight weeks, 10 weeks into this, this mm -hmm. process. Yep. Um, and um, I started, I started feeling better. The arm, yeah. And also I'm going to the PT the whole time. I mean, this is all together. It's not right. one thing. I'm going to the PT. I'm strengthening my shoulder. I'm doing all this stuff. Like my arm starts to really get to some spots. Like I'm, I'm throwing balls from the outfield and I'm like, yeah, like, I mean, that's different. That's a different, yep. it's coming out of my hand, a little different. Right. Yeah. Um, I, they got me and same thing. Then I start kind of getting springy. They start right. thinking about me being in center field. I start getting in center field. I'm bouncing around a lot. Um, it's funny. I forgot. I used to play center field for a minute. It was, it was dope. I um, didn't know that one. Yeah. 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 I was, I was playing center field for in Juco really? for a little, little while. Yeah. Cause I, I was covering some range and I was good at like navigating and, you know, like yeah. angles guys and 
Right. Also, too, I was good at like, you know, a lot of guys can only play towards the line. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I was good at like when balls are coming right at you to, you know, uh, I, I right. had a good understanding of like what the ball was going to do. Um, Plus your personality, you're more of a commander. Yeah, more of a commander. So it, 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 it worked out well there. But so, um, yeah, it started to jump out of my hand a little bit, Bo. You know right. And I remember, I remember releasing, I threw some guys out. Like, I mean, I literally to the point that my coach was like, Hey, if scouts are here, like you don't, again, when we do infield outfield, you never hit a cut. Everything's right. to the bag. You throw every, like, that's your one plus tool. If I had one plus tool, that's my tools. Like I had a cannon. I had a right. cannon. So, uh, you know, again, I'm long tossing every day. I'm doing all these other things too. So don't think it's like, you know, I'm just, Oh my God, I'm taking steroids. I'm like, I'm going to be able to throw gas. Like there's right. guys that throw, take steroids. I can't throw gas. Yeah. Like, I was doing, you get hurt. Out. You actually get hurt because yeah. you don't move well. 100%. And now you're just, exactly. You know. Now you're moving. I already threw pretty efficiently. I had a rubber on, right. you know what I'm saying? I could throw again. I probably captured well. I probably did a lot of things well. And then now we're throwing gasoline on top of it. And, and, and then I'm throwing every day. I'm structured, you know, I'm getting my uh, shoulder, um, more stable, right? I'm, a, I'm able to throw a lot harder. So yeah, it's starting to jump out of my hand. Um, and then when I was, you know, really throughout the year, um, I don't know if I think I hit, maybe I hit two home runs. Maybe I hit one. Like I didn't really hit the like in many home runs. Um, mm-hmm. I think I hit, I think I hit two my freshman year. Um, but again, I was just sitting there spraying. I was right. just like getting hits. I was just getting hits. Um, but then late in the year, guys started to figure out they started to shift a little bit more they started to pitch me a little bit different and also too um psychologically i was weaker so you know i started right. i started to you know there was days i went you know that was the season i went oh for nine with seven k's in two, in two games you know that yeah. was the game you know and then there's all these social dynamics to all this stuff and i, I think i ended up finishing in comp i think i finished like 260 so it wasn't like i did great again i still sucked like, right. I mean, I still suck. It's not like all of a sudden, don't listen to that story going like this man hit 400, start throwing 98. Like, right. no, I was no. throwing like, I started getting up there. I started, you know, from the outfield. I mean, I was probably low nines, you know, something like it wasn't like I was popping 98s. But again, for me, right. like that was a big jump. All of a sudden yeah. I went from being like mid eights, upper eights, all of a sudden now lower nine, like that, that ball. And then also too, the ball's back. So I'm starting to get some, I mean, I'm starting Good to carry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to get a lot of different things. So, so I, I think during this process though, is for people to understand is again, at this, at this point in my college career, right. And, and at this point in my college career, I bet at 260 mm-hmm. was on two cycles, right? right? I don't even think I got all, I don't even think I got conference honors. Like, I don't think I did. Cause I didn't hit for power. I didn't right. really pitch. I didn't pitch even really my freshman year. They didn't even pitch me that much. Uh um and um yeah i mean i i I was not good i mean i was average you know i'm saying like with with steroids like i was average that year now the next year i was a little bit better and that's a that's a that'll be a different story but like then the same thing though happened bo i get off my second cycle Mm -hmm. right and i start going into the summer and i feel springy Right. right. All of a sudden I loosen up more. Boom. I saw, I, I hit a ton of home runs during the summer. Right. Right. Also different competition, but again, we were, yeah, we we're in scout ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was in Vegas. I started, I started, you know, popping some balls a little bit. Um, right. And I started popping some balls a little bit. And um, I also, you know, did, I did some more cycles. Again, that wasn't my only cycle. I think I did, 
I think I did uh, three. It was expensive too. That's another thing. People don't right. understand this. Like I'm, I'm spending a lot. Well, especially if you're doing it right. Cause um, you got, you got the, you know, the food. liver stuff, you got to come off. You still yeah. got to, you know, yeah. it's a whole thing. Yep. And then you got all the food you're eating as well. And like all right. the time it's committed to, I mean, I'm like, like, this is not a simple, like, I mean, I'm a college student broke as hell. I'm spending all my money on right. this. For right. Sure. I mean, I'm taking the biggest financial investment in myself that I've ever made in my life. Right. So people don't understand. That's another thing, a dynamic. It's like, it's going to cost how much? Hold right. on. What? Like, I don't yeah. know, man. Like, and, and the needle, like, oh, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, again, like, people right. don't understand, like, all this is going on. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to spend 150 bucks or 200. It's like, bro, you're tripping. Like, I mean, I, mean, right. I, I was dropping, I was dropping bands. Like, I mean, it was for sure. Well, and especially too, like, this is something, and I was younger. So I never did it in Utah Valley. One, we got tested damn near weekly and they tested us during the summer. Yeah. And I I also never injected. I I have low testosterone now. I never injected myself until after I was done playing when the doctor said your test is so low, we need to get you some injections. Yeah. But I, I, just like you're saying, I remember when I first took like an oral thing, I wanted to be cheap, but it's like, this is my body, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you're a young kid thinking about this, like, this is your body. It's an investment. This is a long-term thing. Like, you can go ahead and take some cheap stuff you find online, but what is that going to do to you? Yeah. And well, I mean, even, I'm not, even, I'm, even and, the good and, stuff is not right. You know, and I'm not uh, condoning it in any way. Sure. Like, kids ask me all the time, and I'm like, look, if I was to do it, I would probably do the most healthy way I could. Yeah. Which personally, I think it's how you did it, but yeah in the moment well, I, I, think, I, I think i think i think there's i think there's other stuff that you could take now um, oh yeah and also too there's a sure. lot of other things i mean don't think a lot of things are regulated but there's again not condoning right. again I, don't don't hear what we're not no, saying no way no don't way. hear what I, we're not I, saying that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that there's other things other than steroids things that are legal that even by the ncaa like right, that right. are you know again that you could take now that there's some things that are like Again, and also too, you can spend that same money in a nutritionist. You can spend that same right. money in all these other areas. Also too, you could go get with somebody, again, that is a professional in what they do with, again, like throwing right. patterns and hitting and get so much more development. Size and strength is only one bucket of development. Right. So if you're going to put all your, you know, everything into one bucket, I think that that's an awful idea. Anyways, right. Um, right. But, but I do think, I do think the conversation needs to happen because, there's a study that, so I, I see a uh, hormone doctor here, mm. and there are studies now that show our generation's testosterone is the lowest it's ever been. I mean, there's kids coming in that should be seven, eight hundred, and they're like three hundred. So more and more kids are getting on test and this stuff, but the conversation needs to happen. There is an elephant in the room with athletics that, like, it's just like drinking. Like you tell them to be responsible, they're going to do it. A good majority of kids are going to do this stuff even though it's against the rules. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not condoning I wanna, I wanna it, paint, but, I, but I, I also want it to be for them to be educated and at least yeah. make the right decisions. Put it this way, just so everybody has reference. I know that there's teams in our league, not our team, but there's teams in our league that were easily over 60% of the team were on stuff. Easy. Right. So that's what oh, yeah. I thought when it was, and again, right. that was, that was back in the day. And again, the thing is, is, again, even if you sit there and start testing everybody, that's the, the point is, again, you're putting a band aid you're putting a bandaid on the mindset of what's going on at these levels that people are going to do whatever right. they can. Right? right. And whatever they, you know, whatever that is, if it's something else. And again, look, first off, 
people that are trying to cheat the system or break that they're always going to be ahead of the system testing for it right? right they're always and the same thing too i i mean we, we can get into a whole nother thing of like you know how i look at like um you know sports and you know the same thing i i, I don't want to really get into the, the the social dynamics but again i'm just going to say this if you think sorry i was going to restart this real quick if you think if you think that uh guys in professional sports aren't taking things because they test for it don't right stop you i'm not i'm not saying just baseball i'm saying in general (laughs) guys in the nfl that are that are almost 400 pounds running four somethings and 40s come on like stop for sure stop okay like again i i I, there's a naivety that comes with that that people start to paint, paint these pictures that it's it's not this isn't something where you're alone or like you're the only person that's made this decision. Like people don't understand, like when you're actually in the environment and you're seeing it happen all around you, like I'm in the circle, I'm not right. outside the circle sitting on a couch. Going, sure. like, you're a cheater. You're a blah, blah, blah. It's, sure. like, it's like, bro, I'm competing against yeah. a team that they're in start their entire starting nine plus their five guys on the bench are all taking something. Right. And I'm competing against that guy. Right. And right. then my other league, this guy, this team's got 40% of their team. This, this team's got 30% of their team. You know what I'm saying? Our team right. was probably like 25 to 30% of our right. team were, was doing stuff. So, yep. so, and then let alone, if you actually put in, if we were actually playing in NCAA and all this stuff, you can't even take pre-workouts. You can't well, take a ton of stuff. That's, that's what I was going to say. Is that yeah. it, it's more prevalent at the lower levels and we played at the NAI level. It's pretty pre- prevalent at that level too, but for sure. In Utah Valley, people were still doing stuff that was a PED. It yeah. might not be a steroid or a injection, but yeah. you're going to get banged on a drug test. For sure. I no. mean, look, you can get banged. You can get banged on. People don't understand this. You can get banged on a drug test in NCAA for having too much caffeine. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if you, again, if you were pounding monsters, it's a performance enhancer. If you're p- pounding monsters before you work out every single day, Right. And other teams aren't allowed to do that because, again, you're increasing your caffeine levels or, again, also too what's inside monsters, all the other stuff, you know, not not just right. monsters, but I'm not to bang on monsters, but any yeah. any of those uh, energy drinks, there's a lot of things that are in those that NCAA that you can't pass. And also, too, um, you know, they, they talked talk about this, too, with um, uh, Chris Calabello. Right. We talked about this with uh, Tewksbury. I think he yeah. might have brought it up on the podcast. Maybe he didn't. But is that he got popped for the smallest. I mean, like we're talking about like, like the, I think it's like the 16th of a grain of salt, right. Of what they mm-hmm. found in his system. And it literally, again, that could come from anything. It could come from, right. um, you know, a uh, Jamba juice, you know, and, and again, that's not to say, you know, something's wrong with their thing. It's like what he got popped for. People just think when you get popped for a performance enhancer, that it's always steroids. There's so right. many other things that are considered performance enhancers and people just associate right. it with steroids, you know, well, especially, especially at the big leagues. A lot of guys don't get tested for the supplement before they get to, they get popped for the supplement to come off like the estrogen, yeah. the yeah. Novadex, the things that normalize your levels. Yeah. This shouldn't be in your body. Yeah. That, unless, that's usually how they get normalized. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Agreed. And, and that right. was just a, a technique that they started using to, you know, pop people, you know? Right um but i think i think what we'll do is is um what we'll do bo is is on the next episode we'll talk through um and and again i want you to to share like these two but on the next episode i think we'll talk through the dynamics of 
psychological effects of coming off. Right. And the things that mentally you have to do, because again, I, we didn't get to that here. Right. Right. Um, and we, we, we all want to touch on those because those are very important. But this, right. the, but this episode, I want us to really emphasize and kind of take through those things again, educating on like actually taking. Right. Right. And, and, and understanding what that psychological mindset was like. Um, and, um, I, I want you to share yours and then I want, I want, I want to, uh, talk through the other psychological stuff of taking and having testosterone in your system and and other things that I was dealing with at the time as well. So, um, go ahead, go ahead and touch on, you know, my, so my story, um, isn't, as in depth as yours, just because I didn't take it during the season. My junior year at Sterling, um, it was like a very low level pro hormone. I honestly don't even think it helped me. I think it was more like a psychological thing. And that was probably like, so I, I didn't play great at at Utah Valley as far as stats wise, Mm -hmm. but I also had pretty unfair luck. Like I was just so streaky. Sometimes I'd go, I'd go 10 for 10 one weekend and 0 for 10 the next weekend. So like I, my stats probably don't show the the whole story, but the the first time I took anything was in high school. Um, We talked about the pressure, talked about everything going. Um, I was scared to inject and I was too young. My Mm -hmm. dad was taking kind of like a pro hormone. It's it's similar to like Anavar. It was called like VAR XT or something. And I was still pretty young, kind of like you were. So I was an old for my age though. So I was 17, but I was a junior. And so the psychological effects, I think starting that young can be overwhelming for kids. Cause it's like, you're going through so much physically naturally. Um, and I was also eating, I was on a 10,000 calorie diet, just mm-hmm. like how you were. Yeah. So like I was eating so much already. And then when I started taking that, I would eat like 12,000 calories a day sometimes because you're just so hungry. Yeah. Um, and the psychological effects were just, which I think if you naturally have an addictive personality, you get yeah. more, the, the hits come from taking it. Like, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, like I, was, I was excited to go and right, like, mm. right, right, right. It wasn't so much, which I did get stronger and all that, but naturally I was just growing. I think I probably would have done that either way. Mm. Um, but for me, it was like, and especially how my family is, it was like, oh, I'm going to take it today. And you get like excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was more like the anticipation to uh, taking something, which we'll open that up more the addiction side next time of this stuff. But like, that was the first time that I saw like this stuff could be pretty damaging to somebody's long-term health as far as addiction, because your, your, your brain always wants it. And especially at a young age with the way your brain releases dopamine and serotonin, like it can be pretty dangerous to you if you, if you're, brain stops doing it naturally and it's relying on something else yeah um which obviously we'll talk about that next time but yeah um when i first took it like i i naturally was a pretty good athlete i moved well um i i actually always played worse when i was on it because i tighten up i yeah. couldn't i mean you know i yeah, had I ham I, I, I had hammy issues yeah move like crap my arm was yeah. still pretty good i always threw well yeah. but my arm action wasn't as clean probably yeah. as yours so like it actually caused damage to my shoulder and elbow. That's probably how I first started having elbow problems. Cause I mean, I could still get it up to like 93, 94 across the infield in high school. Yeah. Um, my velo actually dropped because my arm started to hurt because I was building too much and I was moving like crap. Um, 
So I came off and this is going into my senior year and I played like amazing, which coming off, I thought I was going to be down, but I think yeah. it's like you said, I just got more springy and that's when everybody was like, you know, this callous kid might actually be able to play somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but then I, you know, we'll talk about it next time, but psychologically I was kind of scared. Like, mm. do I need this? Did I play well because of this? You start to still kind of have that guilt feeling because it's not like we have bad morals. I was just doing whatever I could to play ball. But in the back of my head, I'm like, um, what am I going to do now? You know, save it. And so save it, save it. Yeah. We'll, we'll die. Yeah, yeah. Cause I had, I had a lot um, of those same, those same situations, those same feelings. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just fast forward. I played at Utah Valley. Um, people always still bend the rules. Like we were taking pre-workout and yeah. as much, you know, because, test because, boost because as that's you another can. thing, even though they're testing for it, they would have to test you all the time because it gets out of your system right. pretty quick. Right. Yeah. We weren't nothing that was, you know, that Crazy. normal people don't do. And yeah. then um, anyway, so we get to Sterling and played like crap. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be an all American. I just like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. um, a, a higher level pro hormone. And I played okay, but I made the mistake of doing it in season and I was just too tight. Like same things. I mean, I hit the ball out of the park just because I think a lot of the talent, you know, you drop down and still a lot of talent, but like the midweek guys, they're just, you know, there's, yeah. there's a little bit of discrepancy there. And so yeah. the balls that I wouldn't have hit out of Utah Valley started to leave the park at Sterling. Yeah. And um, I think in my head, I was starting to correlate it to what I was taking, but in reality, it just probably just my talent level. Yeah. Um, and then that happened psychologically. The thing for me was always the mindset when I was on, I always just felt like I was more prepared than the other guys. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Where like, um, physically sure it might've helped me, but it was just more the psychological piece that I was like, I'm ready to play ball today. Yeah. That's um, what I was going to touch on. Yeah. And then my senior year, I blew my UCL. And so I couldn't really do anything. And that was the best season of my life I've had. And some way, I, some way, I think that was God telling me like, you know, you're kind of an idiot. You could have been doing this the whole time if you just, you, you know, did whatever. But yeah, um, I think it is kind of interesting that you mentioned that. Coach, like, bro. That's what it was, bro. I know. <laughs> Doll, bro. Doll. Right. But, you know, I, I think it's interesting you say that because I always played better off. Yeah, than yeah. I did on. I did too. Um. The things I wanted to touch on are some of the things that you just mentioned, right? Um, testosterone doesn't just affect your muscles. It affects your brain and how it processes information. Um, you know, sure. Testosterone is, is, is well-documented, uh, you know, again, like, especially like adolescent boys, when they have right. these, you know, um, you know, levels that are all over the place. I mean, there's, I mean, the, for lack of a better term, um, if you're a guy and you're listening to this podcast, uh, you know that when you're in high school, basically your eyes are just wandering constantly tracking like right. like like a home like <laughs> it's just like right. it was awful like and again don't be wrong i'm I, again it, it spiked me down i know someone out in like wisconsin that's you know you know <laughs> crazy religious like i would never or whatever sorry i didn't say it with your ass it, it like I, when you're in high school, there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of emotions, right? And you, and if you have an adolescent boy, you know, that it's up and down and up and down. And like, they're all over the place. They're angry right. all the time, or they're, you know, they're angry. Then they're in love. Then they're, you know, upset and they're depressed. Like it's like all over the place. It's a roller coaster. Right. Right. Um, 
you know, obviously as people start to go through more maturity, right, that starts to level back out. And again, that's also when the maturity happens, your chemical levels start to balance back out. This is, um, again, to place some empathy. So for people to understand how like I've explained it to um, different females in my life, it's like, again, when they're like, it's like when you're PMSing, right, you have literally have a chemical that is higher, right, that you're battling um, just the smallest differential of an imbalance, Right. Right. And you're battling, um, you're battling this, um, people don't understand what this little chemical can do to what your brain does, which is why when you're in a depressant, when they give you like antidepressants, they're literally trying to play with and balance out the chemicals in your body so that you don't have these effects. Because again, people that are more depressed have different chemical levels. Like we can measure all these things. Like they're, they're typically like this. So they typically have more of that, or they typically have this. So that, so doctors are trying to balance that back out and that could really help some people. But then also too, sometimes their body doesn't respond well to it. And it starts producing more of the other thing to counter what it was doing before. It's, it's a very complicated process of what's going on. For sure. Right. For sure. Um, so when you're doing something that is peaking your testosterone levels, what is, what is, masculinity and and it's all linked back to testosterone right so imagine you're more like an ape right yeah start you're closer to an ape that um very quick to anger there again roid rage is a thing because again your for sure testosterone levels are so high i literally put it this way my testosterone levels were so high and i was having such and i'm already too at that time like i'm younger um, you know, I, I already come from a family where like, it's called like the, the Cunha temper, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. We had this right. As, as like carried it's pretty high natural carry, carry this. And also too, like I always played with like an edge, you know what I'm saying? I always right. played with a chip on my shoulder. Right. So, um, and also too, when I played, I had to play like angry at that time in my life. I right. had to play angry again. Like we talked about, it helped me with like insecurities and stuff that I had. Like it, it was a thing that I did. So for sure. So Um, I remember one story, for example, and this is when I realized I needed to dial it back. Right. And I had to change some things. Uh, we had a doubleheader scheduled, you know, we're in Northern California poured the night before sprinklers did something, whatever it was the sprinklers. That's why we thought we were going to play the sprinklers flooded the field. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're out there trying to get the field all prepped, did all the stuff for the field. And then they're like, the umpires are like, no, we can't play Mm -hmm. mentally. I'm already ready to play. You know right. what I'm saying? So I'm already hyped up. My testosterone levels are, are boosted. They say the same thing too. Like, um, for example, uh, people talk about like, um, like prisoners. Prisoners can gain a whole bunch of weight uh, for a lot of different reasons. But one of the big major reasons is the regulation of their schedule, right? Their right. body knows when they're going to eat. Their body knows when they're going to work out. Their body, so it starts to prep for those certain things. So as I, I would the same thing too, we have scheduled for a game. It's just like when you wake up in the morning the same time every day, like you don't, right. you know, it's like that internal clock, your body knows when you typically wake up, right? It's like, I wake right. up, I literally wake up almost every single day at like seven on the dot, like almost seven on the dot. I wake up every single day. Right. Um, and so again, your body starts to do this in another um, way that I relate that. And so I would start to go into games and I, my testosterone levels would start to get more. I'm starting mentally to get prepared psychologically for these games. So the game gets canceled. So we go to like McDonald's, right? After the game. Mm-hmm. We go to McDonald's after the game. We're sitting in there. I ordered um, a double quarter pounder, a meal, large, and a 20-piece nugget, and, and another large fry. That's 
again, the stuff that I was eating, right? I'm, right. I'm, I'm eating a ton of food, any calories that I can get, anything. I used to eat, I used to eat a hot dog or two hot dogs before every meal that I would eat as an appetizer. That's how much like that was just like Jeez. the startup. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so I'm sitting there eating my food, and one of my teammates walks up and takes one of my fries. Mm-hmm. And I went to smack his hand and I knocked my drink over. And and I and I spilled my drink all over the ground. I'm like, as soon as he grabbed my fry, it was like, my body went like, just like lit. Like I was like, right. already had all this built up aggression, right? He grabbed my fry. I mean, also too, I didn't, you know, really enjoy him as a teammate too much. So you put right. that on top of it, right? <laughs> put that, right. Put, put on, put that on top of it. Um, you know, again, I don't like, and then, but, but that's the thing is just like dogs, like again, like an animal, like I was very protective over my food. Like I was very protective over my food. I didn't want nobody right. to eat my food. You know what I'm saying? I was, cause again, like, it was like, that was a big deal. Like if I didn't eat, I felt terrible. If you know what I'm saying? Like it was right. like me, like there was no, so, and I knocked my drink over. Like I was ready to fight. Like I'm ready. Like I was, you know, I'm on a different level. And then, so I remember when I, and then I came home, I came mm-hmm. home, walked in my apartment, walked straight to the back closet and just start going in. Bam, 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 bam. I mean, I'm putting holes in this thing. I, I put a hole literally like the size of your entire upper trunk. Like just, I mean, I just went you fl- in. You're I'm flat out like, roid raging. Roid rage. Like in, just went in on this thing. Went in my room, closed the door, didn't talk to my roommates for the rest of the day. And then I thought about it when I finally calmed down. I'm like, yo. Right. What is going on? Yeah. You know, what is going on? You know, yeah. and then so I then realized in that moment, this is towards the beginning of the season or whatever, I started to separate myself from any social interactions with other people because I was scared that I would snap. Right. I was scared that I was going to say something or, or do whatever. And also too, that's so now you have the psychological effects of I'm putting I'm 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 very too, I'm like outgoing. I want to be around people. I love being in big groups. You know, so that right. psychologically is messing with my brain, right? Of not being able to go out, right? Um, but then also too, it's hurting my relationships with my, my teammates because they're like, why does anyone want to hang out? And like, I'll, you know, all this stuff, right. you know, like, but I could just go kick it. It's not like, you know, we're, they're watching the game. It's not like we're going to have to go party or something. Like that's a different thing. Like literally just like right. I, I wouldn't go out. And then, and then we get to the other, the other thing that I was going to touch on with you, you brought is that when I was in games, when I was in games, like you're saying, like more prepared, I felt because testosterone, again, it's like this anger and this like confidence that comes mm-hmm. with it. Um, that right. like, you know, I thought I'll, I always, I walked on the field every day feeling like I was the best player on the field for sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm the most prepared. I'm the best player yeah. on this field. You know what I'm saying? And, and I wasn't scared of like, you know, I'm ready to right. go. Like, let's, let's do this thing. So that was a different thing. And also too, again, I'm getting more mature, but again, it was that definitely me knowing that I'm injecting myself, I'm on steroids. And then also too, the effect of the testosterone, all of that mixed together. Right. Right. And mentally when I played, um, yeah, I just wasn't afraid. Just wasn't afraid. Never. Just wasn't Never afraid. afraid. And, 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 uh, I wasn't afraid to be on the stage. I wasn't afraid, you know, like, I just felt right. like an alpha, you know, I just felt right. alpha all the time. Um, and that mixed with like my normal, you know, some normal 
personalities that I have as well, right? And enhancing some things, but like, right, for still, sure. Still, it was a different. It that was a different thing when I was playing. Is just like. And we'll, we'll talk about this at a later time too, but it's funny when you're taking and you have taken before, I literally could name, I sat one time with, um, when I, and just like you said, Bo, I did the exact same thing you did. So people that don't know why I didn't finish my season was I hit a ground ball to second base. Of course, me trying to beat it out. Got to get this. I got a guy, got to, got to, you know, run hard, you know, Yep. I'm sprinting this like seven hopper to second base. Like, I mean, I'm out tear my hammy just i mean yep. just obliterate my hammy i did the same um, thing yeah tear my hammy <laughs> tear my hammy um i'm like hopping i'm like hopping in the, and my coach is like don't show the other team that you're hurt i go out i go out back in the field i'm like no nope, nope. i'm like nope, nope. This, this thing's toasted like I, i'm like this thing's gone so um i play the rest of the inning Impressive. i play the, rest of the inning Coach doesn't play me in the next game, doesn't play me for like the next three games. And then our pitcher is just getting like, he can't throw strikes, right? And right. Joey, can you pitch? And I'm like, I think so, right? So <laughs> I go in the game, I can't finish. I can't get over my front leg. I'm just right. meat high fastballs. I'm just giving up freaking they're, taters. They're just railing me, my freshman, <laughs> railing me, right? So there was that. Um, then the same thing later, another series, they needed someone to like hit a ground ball to second base, right? Mm -hmm. They needed to move, you know, get a guy in or whatever. I, two different times I went into the game. I couldn't literally couldn't get out of the box, but I got mm -hmm. in the game. I hit a ground ball to second base and I hit a sack fly and that That's was huge. It. That was it. That's yeah. Huge. And then one time, and then I think I had one I bat where I just walked. But again, like right. a torn hamstring, like I got a torn hamstring and I'm yep. going to all these games and just literally just, you know, using my bat to, you know, that's right. college baseball, baby. Just that's <laughs> huge. Bro, my freaking, my, my hammy story, I think I told you, I, had, I actually tore both my hammies at the same time. Oh yeah. Both sides. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. And, um, they didn't know it was torn at Utah Valley because yeah. it doesn't, rarely ever happens on the same side or yeah. both hammies. Yeah. I played six weeks in the fall. Two yeah. torn hammies, just and a lot of that was because I was coming off, and so I still had, you know, was able to yeah. get through. Yeah. But I mean, that's a real thing, man. That's yeah. that's brutal. Like, no, especially yeah. I'm na I'm, I'm naturally common. loose. I'm that's naturally very, loose. That's a very oh. common thing too. People that don't understand that it's very common to start having a bunch of injuries because a lot of different reasons. But one, again, you're already moving like crap, and you're throwing gasoline on top of you know moving like crap. So you're putting right. more force. It's like squatting with terrible form and then putting more weight on the bar, like really right. good chance of getting hurt. Right. Then you also have, you also have the dynamics of your muscles are growing faster than your tendons. Right. It's a problem. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, there, there it's, and it's not a, it's not a slow process. It's not supposed to happen that fast. Right. Right. So then you have all of those issues. You have all the soft tissue stuff. You have all, you know, like there's your, your, uh, your, your also too, we don't, there's really not a lot of research um, or again, a lot of stuff that I haven't seen about like how um, steroids and all that stuff affects your fascia, because again, that's a lot of your connective tissue. So again, if your connective tissue is not growing at the same rate as your, your muscle, um, you know, that, that's, that could be a whole nother thing. There's you a, can't a lot of, it. You know, yeah, exactly. And yeah. realistically, when you tear stuff, typically when you're tearing it, you're tearing your fascia, right? It's not right. like you, your muscles are constantly being micro fractured and, and tore 
um, right. micro tears like all the time. Um, right. But again, it is different. Like you, you definitely can have ones where you're, you've got some really bad right. muscle issues, but a lot of times when you are strains and stuff like that, that's, that's a lot of that is fascia. Right. Um, so I also wanted to touch yeah. on a piece though, too, because I think a lot of it's because you were pretty straight edge. Like you, yeah. you still don't drink very often. Like, yeah. Agreed. And you've always been that way. So like this, the, the stuff you take in, like you're going to respond differently than somebody that maybe uh, bombards their nervous system with stuff. Like, yeah. And I was you know, drinking I, only water. I was drinking right. water. I was, but like, stuff, but. you know, when, whenever I was taking, I was always able to like manage it. Like I was always able to, I never really had like the roid rage outburst, but I, a lot of that's because I think I just, done more you know like i yeah. party with the guys well, i've done a also, lot more but like and also too i mean like you said it's more of a pure thing when you're injecting your my testosterone sure. levels were very high and oh, i was yeah. also stacking i was stacking right. multiple things on top of each other again in the beginning i was doing one cc by the end and you know the peak of my cycle like you know my maybe my second or third cycle i might have been stacking like three cc's so imagine like right. three times what i was taking right, right. in the beginning so you know there yeah. was some other stuff but i also i was more so saying that to the coaches out there that are saying like oh my my players aren't raging like joey they're probably yes. not taking anything like yeah everybody responds to it differently yeah like, and my coaches didn't know my coaches didn't know that right. I was raging had no idea right for sure you know? but i think i think to transition to the next episode um i started to realize i had a problem because you start you're off you're off the cycle but now you're relying on pre-workout you're relying on amino acids i'm taking pre i'm taking scoops of pre-workout before the game you know and it took literally man the story is hilarious like now i can laugh at it but i was 18 years old and i go into my parents room and they had this pre-workout it was called Jack 3D. And I don't know if you ever took it, but it had like yeah. small amounts of amphetamine in it. And they actually banned it the year after because these um, Navy SEALs were taking like three scoops and people were having heart attacks and dying from it. And anyways, I go in my parents' room and, you know, I'm kind of, I'm coming down. I've been kind of like testy and my parents were like, you're not taking this pre-workout anymore. Like we're not letting you do it. And I literally started crying and an 18 year old kid, I'm getting recruiting letters. I'm on phone calls. I, I start bawling. I'm like, I don't think I can play without this pre-workout. And yeah. it was in that moment that I was like, this is no getting, problem. this, this might be getting a little bit out of control here now, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it'll lead to the addiction and stuff we'll talk about later yeah. on. But like, yeah. yeah, you're, you're not just making a decision for today, man. Like this is, you're talking about, yeah you know, hormones and, it, and stuff in your and body it's something, that, yeah, yeah that and this things too uh, we'll talk about that next episode though too about like you think you're in control oh yeah you think that you're good right you think you're in control you're like nah nah, nah I, could, I could just stop if i wanted to or yeah 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 i don't you know i don't um i don't need it you know i don't right. it, it, like you put that in an adolescence like brain that's not mature and also too like look i was i need to learn some stuff you know i need right. to experience some life you know right um well and that's the irony of it like these and i don't want to get political but we kind of live in a society that breeds addicts anyways but yeah the irony of an addict or somebody that's starting is they think they're in control 
you don't call, you don't control the addiction. The addiction controls you just mm. because you pick when you're taking, taking it or doing whatever you're doing. Like you're not the one in control there, buddy. And mm. I've been there. And I think a lot of people listening have been there and that's more of the stuff I'm excited for is to talk about the effects and, and yeah. what we're going to be doing. For that yeah. Kind of stuff. And then just so everybody knows too, kind of where we're going with this. Then after that episode, the fourth uh, part of this um, series is we'll talk, uh, we'll actually have some guests on and they'll talk about addiction and how this, you know, these addictions and, and you know, do stuff like that. And again, the mindset that we've had and the process of all of this, how does that relate with other drug addictions, right? How does that relate with other things and also resources to help with all this? Stuff? We're going to do that on, on part four. So that's where you guys know what's right. kind of coming. But next episode, we're going to talk about getting coming off and mm -hmm. um, every all the psychological stuff that comes along with that. And yep. And the adverse effects of what performance and how all that stuff tie together and, you know, dive into that yep. stuff. 100%. Okay. Yep. All right, fellas. You know, we're just getting candid around here. We're just getting candid. All right. Made it through. Next episode, we're going we gonna to get deeper. We're going we gonna to get to the other side of the other side right. of the, you know, there's some sun, sunshine and rainbows and there's also some ugliness, the good, bad and ugly. But there's also some more. There's more ugly coming forward. That's for sure. Yeah. That's because yes. this is when it, this is one at the different level. So there's some ugliness of being on, but there's definitely some ugliness on the back end, which makes it so hard. We'll talk. We'll talk about all of that next episode. But I, I agreed. Agreed. From us and our partners over at Yakutech. Until next time, farm system out. Farm system out.